Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you missed any of my talk radio breakfast show, don't worry. We've put some of the punchiest bits of this morning's show into a bite-sized podcast. The Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. Enjoy. Talk Radio. Julia Hartley Brewer at breakfast on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. This is Talk Radio Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley Brewer. Still with me, Emma Revel from the Institute of Economic Affairs. And delighted to be joined right now uh, by the Business, Energy and Industrial Strategy Minister, Nadim Sahawi. Good morning to you. Good morning, Julia. Good morning. Well, let's uh, start up with, first of all, with what you're talking about this morning. The Community Secretary, Robert Jenrick, uh, is announcing today. Communities across seven areas in England are set to benefit from up to £179 million in new town deals. Tell us what that is and who's affected. Yeah, absolutely. It is seven uh, towns. So uh, places like Blackpool and Warrington and Torquay and Peterborough um, uh, will all get the first tranche of uh, £180 million. The total investment is £3.6 billion in 101 towns. Um, the uh, investment in Blackpool is £39 million, which will go towards two things. One, uh, the Blackpool Illuminations will get a complete uh, facelift, which generates so much visitor income and, of course, um, local uh, growth, as well as a enterprise zone at the airport. In Peterborough, they're looking at um, green, clean um, growth and uh, a decarbonized living in Torquay. It's an investment in retail. Um, uh, in Warrington, it's an investment in skills. So uh, this is an exciting uh, first tranche of 180 million of 3.6 billion that's going into uh, these towns Uh, by the way 45 of those towns are in the northern powerhouse region and 30 are in the midlands engine region okay i mean it all sounds well and good Um, however what is the point of spending money in places like blackpool that you've just put into tier three closing down businesses Uh, that are viable just about now after all the lockdowns we've had already Uh, and then saying we're going to give you some money when all the businesses are going to be closed down by the time everyone comes out of these 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 restrictions well first of all the 3.6 billion is part of the long-term infrastructure spend into uh, Blackpool and Warrington and uh, other parts of the country um, which is very much part of our strategy for leveling up leveling up opportunities but we also have to deal with the with the virus. And uh, Julia, you will know this because you've heard me say it before. This is a a a, a balance between the uh, uh, the you know, the harm of the virus. Uh, so it's balancing two harms: the harm of the virus and the harm to the 
economy and well-being of the country. So our priority is to protect lives and make sure the NHS can cope in areas like Warrington and Blackpool. Why wouldn't the, why wouldn't the NHS also... be able to cope? What, 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 what are the excess deaths at the current time? Sorry, say that again. What, what are, wait, wait, what, what, why, why do you think the NHS wouldn't cope? I mean, we're eight months in. I think the NHS should be able to cope by now. What are the excess death numbers? We want to protect life. Absolutely. What are the excess death numbers at the moment? How many extra people are dying currently right now than would normally be dying at this time of year? asking me that question because your, your your next question will be the excess deaths are flat pretty much no excess deaths uh, in the country i know where you're coming from but the reality well, coming is... from with, with facts i know i know i know a lot of interviews aren't keen on those these days but i'm also listen, i'm the business and industry minister i do not do this for fun to put uh, you know parts of the country in tier three the highest tier why are you doing it restrictions then? because you're seeing the rates of increase of infection in areas like warrington is at 361 per hundred thousand and if you look at what's happened in other parts of the world whether it's france or spain um, where the virus has you know infection rates have risen rapidly you suddenly get that leakage into the the, the 60 and over age group an increase which is delayed by probably about two weeks of hospitalization and ultimately deaths uh, that's why we're doing okay, it. We, the, the reality is that there, we always see a seasonal uplift in September and October in respiratory diseases. We're seeing virtually no flu at the moment. Everything is going to COVID. People are getting COVID positive tests. It's very, very sad and some people will die. That happens every single year. No one more is dying right now than would normally die at this time of year as a result of these diseases. Is it really justifiable to be shutting down huge parts of our economy, so throwing this uh, extra money uh, at these towns like Blackpool, Warrington, uh, having uh, just uh, uh, just gone in, well, already gone into tier three, when at the same time you are effectively taking actions which will close down those businesses, ruin people's lives, people losing their jobs. And as we saw from the first lockdown, we have absolute 100% proof will cost more lives, non-COVID lives, than it will save of those who die from COVID. Why on earth does the government think it is justified to have these sort of restrictions? Well, there's a, that, there's a lot there in your question to unpack. Let me start with businesses. If an area goes into tier three, then we will support businesses both with a £3,000 grant for every month that they are in that tier, as well as uh, their employees with two thirds of their salaries covered, plus an additional top up from universal credit uh, for them. And of course, help directly to the local authority. Uh, Warrington is getting £4.2 million additional help for businesses. So there's they, help. They say they need £7 million. I know. I, let me just let me just get in tier two. We've increased the help there as well. The Chancellor's looked at the job support scheme again, made it much more generous where the employer only has to pay 5% and the employee only has to work one day a week. Uh, to be able to keep their job and, and the government will stand behind them and grants of over £2,000 for every month that they remain closed. We have to be able to balance these two harms, Julia. If we don't do anything and the virus just lets rip... Oh, this uh, phrase again, seriously. Well, hold on a second, hold on a second. I mean, hold could you have more respect for my listeners than use that phrase? No one is suggesting that. I'm getting really fed up with this idea. We have to have restrictions on people's lives or we let the virus rip. Those are not the only two choices. Then then, then you're right. And the, and the, and the middle choice is these local um, tiered... Uh, interventions, working with local leaders is the best way rather than a, a one size fits all for the whole of the country, which is deeply damaging for the economy. So if we all do the right thing, if we work together, I think we can get through this. You know, there is already, uh, and I have to be cautious here, but we're seeing the rate of increase of infections slowing it down. It was already that's doing that start. before we had the tears introduced. 
Well, that the, the good sign is that it is no, slowing down. So, but, so but, the tier, the, those tier restrictions were necessary. That's my point. It's still too high. It is still too high. It's still too high. I, we I, haven't I, got excess deaths, and these restrict and and, and 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 the rates of infections was going down before we had these restrict, restrictions brought in. But we, it, that still justifies the restrictions. Do you understand why so many people find that hard to believe? Yes, and I would say to them, look at what's happened in countries like Spain and France, where if we don't take action early, then the number of infections rise way above the Hold 20. Hold on a minute. Spain and France had much deeper, longer, earlier lockdowns than us, and they're still facing the same problem. Doesn't that tell you that these sort of restrictions don't work? I don't, with all due respect, Minister, I don't think you believe they work. I absolutely believe they work. I, I, you know, I don't. I, honestly, I don't. Heart. I don't believe you. I don't think an awful lot from what I'm hearing from cabinet and from government ministers generally. I don't think many, many uh, do actually believe that this is working, and they feel they're being pressured into this by uh, public opinion polling, which thinks for some reason this stuff does work. That is absolutely not true. Uh, what we do is we look at the data. The virus in different areas is increasing in different. Um, at, at different levels, and we take action accordingly in the three-tiered system. I think that's the right way to deal with this. We want to get the country to as normal uh, a place as possible, as quickly as possible. And the way to do it is to follow the hands, face, space, the rule of six in those tiered areas, to look at wh which tier you're in, to follow the rules there. That's how we get through this. And we will get through it, Julia, and we'll come out the other end much stronger with a strong... Uh, yes, I do. I absolutely well, do, do, what, what about these 55 Tory MPs, the, the Northern uh, MPs, who, Northern Research Group, who, uh, who've written to the Prime Minister, it's in the front page of some of the papers today, saying, look, you know, what is the exit strategy from this? Well, they are quite rightly passionate about their constituencies. One, any area that enters tier three, whether it's Warrington or, or Manchester or elsewhere, um, within that agreement with the local leaders is a review after 28 days. So we look at the evidence. We look at how the, the virus is spreading and, in, and increasing. And hopefully it isn't. It's coming down the rate of increase. Uh, we want to get the R number to one. And we do that by working together. They also believe in an investment in their areas. And I, the announcement I was making today, £180 million to seven towns, 101 towns in total, 45 of them will be in Northern Powerhouse uh, 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 constituencies. And of course, our hospital building programme, 14 of those will be in Northern Powerhouse constituencies. And the biggest of, of the sort of the levelling up announcements, is the PM's announcement on skills, which I know MPs like Jake Berry are absolutely passionate about, um, where if you are at any age, at any stage, you can reskill and upskill to take op the, you know, the, the advantage of the opportunities available okay. and the government will stand behind you and pay for that upskilling. What about the concern about that levelling up isn't happening when you've got uh, you know a million or two million children who are going hungry during the school holidays? Um, lots of people are expecting there will be a U-turn from the government over this free school meal vouchers, a huge sort of uh, public outcry over the government uh, not uh, giving in to Marcus Rashford, the millionaire footballer, telling us that we need to uh, spend more money on those free school meal vouchers. Do you think the government should U-turn? Well, first of all, uh, the government uh, put £63 million, uh, to uh, uh, local government to, to deliver uh, for those families. It wasn't ring-fenced and the money's well, already been spent elsewhere. You know that. Your Tory councillors have said that. So my local authority of, of Warwickshire County Council is continuing it for this half term and for Christmas, as are other local authorities. We also were the first government, a Conservative government, to conduct a pilot 
on um, uh, holiday activities and food programs. Um, 50,000 children this summer at a cost of nine million pounds. We've backed the uh, uh, the, the uh, breakfast programs at 35 million pounds. And of course, the biggest uh, support is nine billion pounds through the welfare system to those families that most need it. We've got to take the learnings from those pilots, look at how we deliver this through local government. And as the prime minister, no child will go hungry at Christmas. Rightly so, in my view. Okay, just finally, I want to ask about Prince Harry. He said that he's learned to recognise his unconscious bias by, he says, living a day or week in my wife's shoes. He said it was only then that he was able to understand the term. Um, Are you unconsciously biased? Um, We all are, I think. Um, I spent many years, yeah, to to an extent. Um, I think uh, it's something that um, I did a lot of work on when I was running YouGov. We all... um, you know, are creatures of habit in many ways and, and um, are um, moulded by our environments. And, and there are bias, especially if your skin is brown like mine or, or black, uh, that sometimes you don't notice uh, at, at all um, if you are from other communities, uh, but you do when, when you are a, 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 you know, a black woman or man or, or a brown woman or man, uh, that people sort of, you know, casual uh, bias, if I can call it that. Uh, This country, by the way, at the same time, is probably the the greatest country on earth in dealing with this stuff. I represent a seat that is 98.6% white, affluent, middle class, yet they voted for an immigrant from Iraq called Nadim Zahawi as their member of parliament and their champion in parliament, I hope. Um, So there are some really great things to learn from our values and what we do brilliantly as a nation, but also we can always do better. And I think uh, Prince Harry's right to, to, to at least... Um, uh, be self-conscious enough to look at um, uh, you know, how his wife is treated and learn from it. But, uh, he was implying, I think, a white unconscious bias. You, you were saying even you, as an Asian man, uh, that, uh, that you were, uh, the Iraqi man, sorry, that you, that you were, uh, have unconscious bias. This is a, for all races, you believe. Well, we, 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 so we black people do. could be unconsciously biased against other races as well, for instance. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Let me give you another, another area. Look, you know, If you look at the um, 
you know, the leaderships of the civil service uh, or even uh, uh, politics or business, you know, we, 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 we tend to hire people that uh, uh, we're more familiar with and are similar to ourselves and actually have to work quite hard to come out of your comfort zone and do better on that. And I know many perm secretaries um, are passionate about this to change the way we hire within the, the uh, civil service. You know, I, I backed a program where we, we were taking interns from uh, the uh, cohort of looked after children as they leave care. And that's now expanded to 500 very successful young men and women who would have probably not got a chance to work in the civil service if someone hadn't said, look, you know, we, we, we ought to focus on these groups uh, of uh, young people that are disadvantaged and see if we can bring them into the civil service. Online, on DAB and on the Talk Radio app. Talk Radio. Across the UK, online, on DAB and on your smart speaker. Talk Radio. Boris Johnson has defended his refusal to extend those free school meals for children in England over this uh, holiday this week, saying he's been very proud of the government's support so far. Of course, uh, £63 million pounds, says, was actually given in a fund to local councils to fund uh, and feed vulnerable children, although that wasn't ring-fenced, so an awful lot of that has already been spent on other things. But he also said there's another £200 million pounds, uh, going to uh, after-school and, uh, and uh, holiday clubs to make sure kids who are the most vulnerable do get fed. But is it enough? Dame Esther Ranson joins us now. She's the founder of Childline. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Should the Prime Minister be proud over the support his government has uh, given to uh, most vulnerable children? In Boris's place, I don't think I would be proud of my record. I would be challenged by uh, what has happened uh, across the nation as a result of the pandemic with so many more people unemployed, finding life very difficult and so many children, therefore, being made vulnerable. So I think um, if I was to criticise Boris, who I think has been great fun in my life as a columnist and as a journalist, where I think he was, uh, his talent were, were, was exactly uh, suited for that role. But now, my goodness, he's full of big words, isn't he? Like um, world beating and um, <clears throat> all those slightly Trumpy, braggy, um, statements. No, I don't think the Prime Minister should talk about being proud. I think he should recognise the challenge. Now, an awful lot more people have lost their jobs and we will see, no doubt, in the coming months, many more people losing their jobs and people relying on benefits and a lot of people losing large sums of their income. Um, but, but why would more kids be vulnerable and going hungry now than previously? If, if the amount of money that people get on universal credit and other combinations of benefits, um, if that was enough for people to normally feed their kids as they would normally be expected to do during all the school holidays. Why are they uniquely unable to feed their kids now? I think the problem is with a lot of vulnerable children, they come from backgrounds where everything isn't orderly and regulated and maybe they are not prioritised. If you come from a background where there's addiction, be it drugs or alcohol, where there's violence, where there's um, chaotic domestic circumstances, it may be, as you have said about the local authority money, that the money which everybody hopes you will use to feed your children is being used to feed your addiction. And I think what we as a nation need to be secure about in our own minds with Christmas coming is that we have a system that works for the children so that every child in Britain gets at least one hot meal a day to keep them going. 
Um, and uh, if I were an MP now, and I was the least successful parliamentary candidate in the history of general <laughs> elections once, so I did once have that aspiration. If I were an MP now, I would listen very carefully to a debate and I would say to the Prime Minister, give us a free vote. Let us um, vote with A, our consciences and B, your arguments. If you can convince me that your system will work for the most vulnerable children, you can have my vote. But isn't, isn't, that, the issue? isn't that the issue though? As you said, it's not actually necessarily about money. The children who go hungry aren't the children of the poorest parents. They're the children of the parents who have a, I say, an alcohol or drug addiction, often both. Mental health problems, again, often all three living in chaotic homes, no routine, no meal time, you know, here's a quid, go and buy a bag of chips if you're lucky. Um, that actually, you know, giving those those families even vouchers that can only be spent on food won't necessarily mean those kids get better fed. Yes, and the voices that we haven't heard in this debate are the voices of the local authority experts, the people who work with children day to day. My daughter was a social worker. She's um, ill at the moment. She can't work. But when she was a social worker, she said that when she worked with these most vulnerable families, what she used to do was make sure that children were booked into daily play centres where, as part of the activities, they were also given a proper meal, a nutritious meal. And that's why I say if we can be assured in our own minds that the people on the ground, the people delivering the service, the people who are helping children in the charities, in the local authorities, are happy with the system set up by government, well, that's different. But at the moment, I mean, what Marcus Rashford is saying is that as a child, and he, his mum was hardworking and did her best for her children, and, and we can see the end product in this lovely young man. Absolutely. So much, yes. More power to her. But he said those free meals made a huge difference to him and that's why he's leading this campaign wouldn't the answer be that actually if if someone you know doing their best working their hardest uh, 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 or, or on benefits but you know through no fault of their own not lazy but they, you know mental health problems or whatever or just lost their job they should be able to afford to feed their children I mean either they can or they can't and if they can't we need to raise those benefits rather than uh, sort of you know the sort of noblesse oblige nanny state handing out vouchers don't you think not really. I, I still would like those children, particularly during the winter holidays, particularly at a time when so many opportunities are closing down, you know, soft play centres, etc., yeah. in the hardest hit parts of Britain. I would actually like to have schools stay open, have kitchens stay open, and to assure those free school meal children that those meals will continue. Do you know, Camilla Batman-Galish, who had so much opprobrium heaped on her head, one of the things that Kids Company did when it was really functioning in its prime was offer Christmas lunch to local families, yeah. and hundreds of them needed them. So I would just say, let's listen to the people. Online on DAB and on the Talk Radio app. Talk Radio. Well, let's uh, talk to my first guest in this hour uh, and find out what she thinks. Uh, leader of Darlington Council, Councillor Heather Scott OBE. Good morning to you, Heather. Oh, morning. I think someone, someone's calling you at the same time. 
very loud, very loud, or very loud music wherever you are. I, I, yeah. I, I, I did not right, expect it's gone. that. It's gone. <laughs> Phone on yeah, silent. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. Let's let's talk about this. So the government says, look, we're not going to give in on the free school meal vouchers. That's not the way to deal with this problem. Uh, they said that six to three million pounds of fund was given to local councils to feed vulnerable children during holidays. Although it wasn't ring fenced, so it could have been and probably has in most cases already been spent on other things. They said there's a two hundred million pound budget uh, for uh, holiday clubs where children can get fed breakfast and and their lunch and although the prime minister salutes he says the rashford campaign he doesn't think that's the answer is he right or wrong yeah, yeah. well i mean we yes we were given money in july i think one of your previous speakers said that but we in fact we had to spend it within 12 weeks and at that time we did spend it on providing subsidized food for people who were already in trouble um and we obviously gave some to uh, cab so that they could direct uh, people that's the citizen advice bureau yeah. that we got so we'd already spent it yeah i mean that that's the thing that's we we know that this has been a, a very long road we're not talking about a few weeks of lockdown anymore we're talking about a very very long period um this is the thing, even some councils have said, well, they already spent it on other things because they, they've got such big deficits. And we know that money's been handed out to councils, but by all accounts, it, it doesn't really touch the size of, uh, of of the extra expenses we've seen for councils and the fact that you've lost so much income from things like parking and business rates. So at the same time as extra expenses dealing with you know the social services and the like, you've actually had a, a massive cut in income. Um, do you think the government, I mean, you're a Tory councillor yourself. Um, do you yeah. think the government is doing the right thing, though? Well, well, no, I mean, I, I agree that we have had other sources of funding and what we're doing here in Darlington, we're diversifying some of that funding so that we can provide free, school, free meals, um, not only for children who are on free school meals, but for other families who probably are in need. So this is what we are doing. But I do think um, they've got to look at this again and we will be urging them certainly for... Uh, the Christmas holidays to do something. I think it's an absolutely appalling PR exercise and there's a small amount of money that could have been put into it just to make sure that, uh, you know, children and families don't go without food during during this holiday period. So we will be urging the government to have a rethink and I would have thought, you know, that that would be a very sensible thing for them to do. Can you explain why more children are going hungry now during this uh, half-term break and in the next, uh, the next Christmas break? Um, when they, I mean, I mean, are they always going hungry in those holiday t- uh, times? And and this has been something that's not been tackled, or or is it all these unique circumstances because of lockdown? Because are people on any lower bottom incomes and unable to feed their children? What's different? I think coronavirus has had quite a lot of effect on people because people have been furloughed, so they haven't had um, the same amount of income. Um, and, and I think this has happened. Children were, you know, were off school for a long time during the summer. Obviously, yes, vouchers and, and support was put in then. But I think there's just been, uh, you know, um, problems all around. And I think this is something that we do have to deal with. I think coronavirus has cause problems for everybody and to be fair the government have put in a lot of money for that but i think it is just a situation where families are struggling online on dab and on the talk radio app talk radio thanks for listening to the julia hartley brewer daily if you liked what you heard please subscribe and give me a good review and don't forget to catch me on the talk radio breakfast show every weekday from 6 30 until 10 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.